This is a testimony of a woman called Annie that was born on the 1st of August 1957. She was born in a village in the Congo. God showed her a vision of what happens when a person dies. This message is for women. Please follow it carefully because it's a message that will edify and open up the children of God. Mama Annie, please, what is the message that God has given to you? Can you please tell us? The message I'm about to give is not a dream that I had, that I slept and had. It's not also that I died and came back to life. But I was asleep and I felt someone shaking me and calling me, Annie, Annie, wake up, Annie, Annie, wake up, because I've got a message I'm about to give to you. And I don't want to give this message to you while you are asleep in a dream because you will ask someone to explain it to you and you will not be able to understand it. No one will be able to explain this dream to you if I give it to you in a dream. I have to give it to you while you are wide awake. I woke up from my sleep and I looked around in my room. All I could see was bright light in my room. And I got scared so I closed my eyes and covered myself and went back to bed. But I could still see the brightness of the light, even though my eyes were closed. And then I felt a hand pick me up and sat me up on the bed. The hand held me up like when you're holding up a child when you're carrying them so they don't fall. Then I heard the voice telling me, I'm holding you because if you see the things I have to show you, you will run away. So I'm holding you so you do not run away. And then the voice asked me, what can you see in front of you? And showed away the wall of my bedroom has transformed like a TV screen. And he asked again, what can you see in front of you? I said, I can see two mountains, one on the left hand side and one on the right hand side. Uh, so Mama, this voice that you could hear, was it complicated? Was it scary? Was it audible? What, kind of, what sort of voice? What is it? Can you describe it for us? I could hear voice just like a normal voice, like when someone's talking, explaining something to someone. That's the voice I could hear. Now, every time a question was asked, something was created on the screen. Then the voice asked me again, what can you see on top of the mountain? Straight away, I could see people dressed in black on the left-hand side of the mountain with only the face visible, but I couldn't see the hand or feet. And on the right hand side, I could see people dressed in white. They had crowns on their head and they were different to those who were dressed in black. The one dressed in white, their clothes were so white, so bright. I have never seen any clothes like that before. And the voice said, see those dressed in black? They are giant spirits from the dark world and the one in white are the angels. The theme of this message I'm giving to you is found in the book of Revelation 22, six to seven, that says, I am coming soon. And the subtitle or the sub theme of this message I'm giving to you is the journey between life and death. I'm showing you the way in which a person passes when they die. Because the testimony given in the cemeteries belong to the people. But the real testimony is the journey that a person takes. When someone dies, there's a way they pass by. There are two places, the place of rest and the place of torment. If a person is passing and does not meet the giant spirit, 
Then they go to their resting place and an angel will receive them. Then the voice asked again, what can you see in front of you? And in front of me, I could see a singer, a famous singer, female singer, gospel singer. A lot of people converted because of our songs. Beloved, you should not be a ladder to take others to heaven, yet you don't go to heaven yourself. As the singer was coming, I could see this on the screen. As the singer was coming, the angels went to greet her and they were singing. I do sing the song of, uh, of our brother Ale Moloto, the song that says, uh, Come, let us sing for the Lord of Lords. Let us clap for him, our Savior. Let's enter into his gates with shouts of joy, with dances to the King of Glory. We all know that song was by our brother Ale Moloto. As the angels were getting closer to the singer to welcome her, the giant spirit came from where they were. They came really fast and they said, she does not belong on your side. She belongs to our side. And then the angel said, how can she belong to your side? She's a singer for God. She used to sing for God. Then the giant spirit said, no, she belongs to us. We have her stuff, the things that claim her that she belongs in our side. They showed me the extension that she used to wear. They showed me the braids that she used to wear. They showed me the fake lashes that she used to wear. And they showed me the fake nails that she used to wear. Then they showed the singer on the screen. Then the giant spirit said, when she belonged on your side, she was dark skinned. But look, look now, she's on our side. She corrected your God, she bleached her skin. And then they showed her ears. We see pierced ears as small, but their hole is really big. If God asked her to return the flesh that was on that ear, would she be able to return it? The giant spirits gave the book of Romans 9, 20 that says, But who are you, a human being, to talk back to God? Shall what is formed to say to the one who formed it, Why did you make me like this? Your person has already corrected your God. They showed me the trousers the singer used to wear and they gave the book of Deuteronomy 22, 5 that says, A woman shall not wear man's clothing and a man shall not wear a woman's clothing. And on the screen, they showed me people wearing mini skirts, mini shorts and they said to me, look how she used to dress. She used to dress like this in mini skirt and mini shirts. And they gave me the book of First Timothy 2, 9 that says, Women to be, to be modest in their appearance. They should wear decent and appropriate clothing. And the giant spirits asked the angel, Now, does she belong on your side or on our side? We have given you the scriptures. Do we have a problem with you? And the angel couldn't say anything because the scriptures supported what they were saying. And then... The one that was behind me said, Do you know why they are doing this? It's because of the hair I gave them and they are adding more on top of it. If I shaved their hair, if I took away the lashes I gave them, if I took away the nails, where would they find them to add what they are adding? Where would they find them and add on top of what they are adding? And the voice said, Go and tell people the scriptures will make the final decision. If somebody wants to go to the resting place, they have to walk according to the word of God. Then I saw a second person coming and this man was a pastor. And the angels were going to greet him as well. 
singing the same song and the giant spirits came once again saying he does not belong to you he belongs to us they lift the pastor's arm he was covered in tattoos and scars and this and they said see see this is why he died the tattoos belong to us they gave the book of Leviticus 19:28 that says you should know you should have no tattoos or scars on your body and they said to the angels does it belong on your side or on our side the giant spirit took him because the scriptures made a funny decision then a third person I saw coming again it was a prayer warrior again the angels went to greet her singing the same song then the giant spirit came again claiming she does not belong on your side because she went to seek because she went to consult which which doctors we have the clothes that she was wearing we have written even the date down how can you say she belongs on your side and then they gave Leviticus 19:31 that says do not consult mediums fortune tellers or witch doctors and the person behind me says you see if someone goes to consult a medium or a witch doctor whatever you were wearing on that day will be kept as a witness against you after you die even if you threw away those clothes or gave them away and the voice said tell the women wherever you go that they should live by the scriptures let them stay in the churches where they are for them not to go left or right i am the one that gives grace i give grace to the leaders in churches and people are not obeying them he gave the book of hebrews 13:17 that says obey your leaders and submit to them and then the voice said again do you know what's happening there's no order in churches anymore when i divide them a grace to a church I put it there to serve that church but some people will rebel against me will rebel against the church will rebel also against the servant in the church they leave the church and they start their own churches when they open their own churches they use magic to do miracles and prophecies that is not my work and those who follow such preachers will be counted as if they have consulted mediums or witch doctors not all churches belongs to me Many churches are led by people who went to witch doctors to get power. The witch doctors give you power and they will ask you to sacrifice something in return. Remain in a place where the scriptures are being taught. Stay there and if you have a scripture or a problem, pray to God and God will reveal himself to you. And you can ask me for anything and I will answer. Many people are not obeying the servants of God. If a person leaves a church, do not follow them. They are rebels. If you follow them, you will walk with cursing. Then the screen changed, and I saw someone getting stoned. People shouting, "Thief! Thief! Thief!" And the voice said, "That thief will not pass if he does not confess." A lot of people are stealing with measurement or they are making clothes for someone they do not give the clients the right measurement or when they are selling something and they don't give the clients the right amount those people are also thieves he gave the book of Levitic Leviticus 19:36 that says your scales your weight must be accurate and honest again he showed me those who lend with interest He gave me the book of Leviticus 25:35 to 38 concerning that
The TV screen changed again, and I saw someone was being stoned. People shouted, she's a witch, she killed someone, she's a witch, she killed someone. Yes, the voice said, she's a witch, she did kill someone. What about those who get abortions or those that use contraception? How many generations have they killed? Wait, I will now show you how many children they are killing. He said in Genesis 1.28, I told him to multiply and to fill the earth. I did not tell them to kill anyone. In Genesis 38, 6-10, the story of Judah and Tamar, you know what God did to Onan. God killed Onan because Onan, he, he was wasting his seed on the ground whenever he had sexual intercourse with Tamar. God was not pleased with him. Likewise, I am angry against those who are doing the same thing, those who use contraception and those who have abortions because they are destroying so many generations. They are saying she's a witch. Yes, she is, but they are, they are worse than a witch. Then the screen opened again and they showed me children that die by abortion and by the use of contraception. Those children have water, like they like they stand with the mouth full, like they have water in the mouth. The water was the blood that comes out when abortion is being performed. Another one took medicine to get rid of the pregnancy, and that medicine is still in the mouth of those children. Those children with their hands closed have stuff in their hand. Those stuff in their hands are the things used as a contraception. These children that died but abortion or the use of contraceptions, I count them as people. The calculation of children is in my hand. That is why I'm very angry against those who have abortions and those who use contraception. Calculation of children is in my hand. If it was in the hands of doctors, then there shouldn't be any woman who was sterile because the doctors will be able to take that child that was aborted and give it to the one who is sterile. They cannot do such thing because the calculation of children is in the hands of God. Now, when a woman is born, I know how many children they are meant to have. If she is meant to have 10 kids, she should have 10 kids. If she uses contraception after giving birth only 5 kids, she has killed the other 5 and they are here waiting for her. If she was meant to have five kids, but then start using contraception after only having three kids, she has killed the other two. They are here waiting for her. I'm now going to start punishing them with cervical cancer and with death. You go and get abortion and you are going to die so that child can be set free. Because those children are waiting for those who kill them. If you had an abortion at the age of 20 and you die at the age of 80, that child is still waiting for you. Look how many children are here. I don't want any more children to be added here. I'm going to be punishing people now. If you have an abortion, you will die and then that child will be set free. That's why these days a lot of young girls are dying when they get abortions, especially those in South Africa. You are cursed because you have killed an entire generation. It shows that we are reaching the end of the world. We are living the end times. And then the voice said, wait and see the woman who killed the child. A woman came and the angel went to greet her. She was a deaconess in her church. 
and the giant spirit said she does not belong on your side she killed the child here you take the child that she killed and we will take her because she's a murderer she killed the baby i've seen this happen to two women i passed by a village called lolanga if anyone is doubting go to that village I asked them what happened in 2014 when I spoke about abortion. I went to the village of Lolanga. They told me not to speak about my testimony there. I was welcomed at the Fepako church because the Battle City church was there in that village. The people told the pastor if you allow her to testify here, we will break down the church. So the pastor took me to the police station instead. I gave the message at the police station. There was a lot of children and only few women. Some people were passing by and saying, "Stop making so much noise. What are we going to eat? How are we going to raise these children?" But I didn't listen. I gave my testimony anyway and then I left. Ask the people of that village to tell you what happened after I left. A lot of people died. A lot of girls that had abortion, they died because they didn't listen to my message. Even this young lady died. She used to work with the priests, and everyone in that village became very afraid. One woman went to the pastor looking for me, and he said, "She's not here anymore. You didn't want her to give her testimony here. She's not here anymore. She has gone back to Mbandaka." They went to the police station looking for me, and the police chief said, "She's not here anymore. She went to Mbandaka." But by then, I was no longer in Mbandaka. I was already in Brazzaville, Ifondo. The second time, I went there again to that village. I met with the wife of the police chief, and she asked me, "Do you know that a lot of people died after you left the first time that you came, and now you want to go there again? They will kill you." And I told her, if they will kill me for the gospel, let them. I will go where God has sent me. So I went there again at that same village in 2019, and I told them I was here back in 2014, and I gave the message about abortion and contraception. God is going to kill again for the second time. Those who escaped the last time. because they ask for forgiveness at the last minute but this time there will be no as forgiveness if you have an abortion you are going to die if you use a contraception you are going to die i gave that message as they came after me if you ask someone from that village they know this this story they will tell you about it and it's true then going back to my vision Then the TV screen changed again and I saw a lot of children on the streets and then the voice that was speaking to me said do you see these children in the streets they are here because their parents are divorced some are here because their parents have died their orphans and some are here because their parents have died and their family took away everything from them and kicked them out to the streets some of them are on the street because of their parents had an affair A married woman goes and have an affair and gets pregnant. When the husband finds out that the child is not his, he ends up kicking out that, that kid out of the house, and this child ends up in the streets, becomes a bandit, a robber, and a killer. Some women get divorced and re, and then they remarry, and her new husband has children from a previous marriage, and she does not know how to support those children, and these children end up on the streets. I am not saying that only. Women are bad, but men are also bad. 
But a wise woman builds her house, but a foolish one destroys it with her own hands. Proverbs 14. A lot of women are destroying their marriages. They get married and they leave their children behind. Those children will suffer and then they end up on the street because they had nobody to look after them and nobody to fight for them. That's why churches need to teach women in churches. They should be virgins in churches. It's those women who are no virgin that tend to cheat on their husbands or leave their marriages because they have experienced different type of men before marriage. So they find they, that sometimes the husband cannot please them sexually. If this happens, then they can easily cheat on their husbands. But a woman that is a virgin is less likely to cheat because they don't have any previous sexual experiences. That's why churches should have women that are still virgin and work on building women that are virgin from a young age. And then they show me a hand that is open on the screen. And they show me, me the space, see the space between the middle finger and the ring finger. If you could that space, it opens. That's how virginity is. Once it's taken, it's taken. And he said, if a woman loses her virginity by a guy in her, where she used to live or where she grew up, she will forever remain attached to that guy or she forever remain this guy's mistress. Even after she gets married, it, she'll find it hard to forget about this guy. And now uh, the voice again spoke to me about marital bed. And the voice said, many women are refusing to please their husbands in bed. This opens the door for the man to go and cheat. And the voice said again, do you know that I made a man very fragile? If you throw something that made of clay on the floor, it breaks easily. But woman was made from his side, from the man's rib. She had flesh and bone, which makes her stronger than he is. That's why a wife is there to support her husband, to call upon me. A wife can save her husband by prayer, by calling upon me. I have seen a lot of servants falling because of problems with the wives. And we asked Mama Ani what she meant by this because according to the book of 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 7 it states that wives are the weaker partners and she responded saying she was speaking in a marriage context in marriage context women are stronger because they have been given the ministry of building a home or a house take from proverbs 14 1 says that a wise woman builds her house so despite a man being the head of the house the ministry of building a home or a house is given to a woman a woman is a or a wife is a pillar of her household she is a pillar of her home and also if we look at proverbs 31 from verse 10 it gives us the characteristics of a virtuous woman it shows us that a woman builds her home she is there to support her husband and to support her household Mama Annie, is this the angel telling you all of these things? Is this the way the angel that you saw on the mountains that were telling you all of these things? No, 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 it's not the angels. It's the person that woke me up, the person that was behind me. He's the one that was showing me things on the screen and then he was explaining it to me. And then he said, a lot of men are falling because of the wife's behavior. In Genesis 4 verses 24 to 25 says, When I created a man and a woman in the Garden of Eden, they were naked, they were not dressed. But nowadays, you see women won't allow their husband to touch them. 
and then the husband ends up raping quitting off the clothes by force we cannot really go into details about this because there's children so we have to keep it respectful many women do not they don't know how to live with their husbands the book of Titus chapter 2 verse 3 to 5 says that you can uh, you can even read at home that says where it says that mothers should teach the young girls how to clean and how to do housework and how to look after their husbands a lot of women are dirty their homes are dirty and not clean that pushes her husband to go outside because they, every time they go into the bedroom or into the living room they dirt they smell everywhere in the book of first corinthians gave again the voice gave first corinthians 7 1 to 10 speaks about a wife that a wife should not rehold the body from her husband and her husband should not rehold his body from his wife the only time that they should not be together is if they both agree is if if unless they both if they do not agree they're not allowed to withhold each other's body from each other this is one of the reasons as well a lot of marriages a lot of marriages is being destroyed and another one is some women don't know how to look after their husband they don't even check what their husbands are wearing when they leave the house some husband will go out wearing clothes that are not ironed or wearing a shirt that's missing a button for those that still form children that are orphans the voice said again God says he will kill you and your children will be orphans and your wife will be a widow. I said, I saw this happening in Bukavu. A police general died like that. He was poisoned and I asked God, God, you said your servant will drink poison but it will do them no harm. Why do you allow your servant to die by poison? In the night, God told me, Mama Ani, be quiet. He is not my servant. He stole from orphans and widows. And then he told me, Do you know my servant that died by poison, Ale Muloto? He is my servant. He is resting in the resting place. I allowed him to die because he himself asked me to give him rest. That's why I gave him rest. You know, that day i was very sad why did ale moloto ask god to give him rest i was very sad because i used to like that man of god mamani did he not tell you about the people that gave him the poison how did he how did this happen how was ale moloto poisoned um i know those people but i cannot say because it's gonna cause trouble god showed me a group of people that were bringing the poison to him god said the enemy of a person is from his own household god showed me those people they were in his entourage it was the singers that were around him gospel singers those people should know that they are walking with his blood on their head they know themselves they know who they are and again back to the vision the TV screen changed and I can see people that make alcohol and drugs. And then the voice said again, do you know how many generations these people killed? A lot of young people today are dying because of alcohol. They will not go to the resting place. They gave me concerning alcohol, the book of Habakkuk 2.15, Isaiah 5.11, Isaiah 5.22, Proverbs 23.29. Now, let me go back again to the mar marriage issue. The voice told me, a virtuous woman, if you read Proverbs 31, 10 to 29, you will see 
who is a virtuous woman and then god told me the conclusion for this for this message before i speak about the marriage issue again the conclusion of the message god told me to tell all women those who want to change their life they should change it because this is my second time coming to kinshasa and it's my last time i will not be coming here anymore i have a promise i have pro i have a promise to go to the end of the earth god is sending me everywhere i don't know which message i will go with but i will go to the end of the earth like god told me he told me to tell them the one that wants wants to abandon to let go of the sins let them do so the ones that don't want to let go of them of their sins let them not die it's a journey between life and death when they will die they will know where they will go and god will show me to them asking them did you not know this person did you not hear this person and then i asked the person behind me because i was speaking to someone i couldn't see i said so all these people that wear weaves and extensions is god going to kill all of them and then he replied the voice replied when i multiplied the bread and fed the five thousand and then i left to go to the other side of this of the of the sea they followed me and said we have been looking for you but couldn't find you and then i told them you did not look for me because of miracles but because you ate fish and bread whoever does not eat my body and drink my blood does not deserve to be my disciple and then they left all of them left and only the twelves remained and then i turned and told the twelve those people left because they said this teaching is hard who can accept this and then i asked the twelve again do you want to live too they replied where else can we go you have everlasting life those who will search for everlasting life will live by the scriptures and those who do not want it will perish they will not partake in a journey between life and death and after god gave me the message he then gave me the conclusion of the message in isaiah 5 1 to 7 that says i planted you on a fertile soil and expected it to grow good grapes but instead it yielded worthless grapes now look what i will do i will remove its edge and tear down its walls I will give order to the cloud that rain should now fall on it and there will be cries of distress let those who have ears and hear what the lord has spoken to them thank you that was the end of our testimony god bless